Looking for your next spot out with family or friends? Whether you're on the east side, downtown, in Fitchburg, or at Hilldale, you're sure to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. Everybody, huddle up! Live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, this is the Great Dane Huddle on 100.5 ESPN with former Badger and NFL punter Brad Nortman. And Nortman is a fake! Great call and great execution! Not a Hawkeye in sight! Here's Alex Strofe. The Great Dane Huddle on a Monday night, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side of Madison. That is correct. I'm Alex Strofe, alongside former Badger, former NFL punter, the brilliant brain of the great Brad Nortman with me. Brad, good to see you, my friend. How are you? Beautiful day out. You're, you're wearing the clothes right for the occasion. You've got your Super Bowl 50 polo on, some nice black slacks. You look like you're either A ready for a business meeting or be ready to hit the golf course this is about as casual as an office can be and and honestly i saw it was 70 degrees outside and this is if this isn't the first entrance of summer weather yeah. in uh, in wisconsin then i don't know what is so i figured might as well have the summer attire on and like you said super bowl 50 polo and it just felt like a big a big moment like we got the yeah. sun out yeah speaking no, no. of the sun we've got you with sunglasses on on the inside. Yeah, so we've got to talk. I'm getting tight. Right. We, 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 <laughs> we are sitting right next to a, a giant window, right? Like Bay Window in the Great Dane. Beautiful location, beautiful spot. It's popping up in here. People are drinking, people are eating, people are having a great time, as you do at any of the four Great Dane locations. And now the uh, the blinds are going down, so I can take my sunglasses off. Are they listening to us is the question. Uh, but, yeah, I felt a little douchey. I won't lie to you. I, I encourage you to keep them on. I mean, above all. Even through sun- the blinds? Yeah. Well, no. Maybe not I can that see. Point. But above all, sunglasses are supposed to be protective, right? Practical. They just evolved into what would be a, a cool fashion piece. So to keep with the origination of what the sunglasses should be, yeah, you needed yeah. those protection. You were looking right at me. I'm looking at you. Sun's at my back. Yeah, and you got to see my beautiful face. So, is sunglasses inside? Is that an acceptable move? Because I've never, I've never been one to do it. But uh, yeah, I feel a little debaggy doing it. In, in that so. situation, it felt right. I mean, the whole like you know, sunglasses Fair. at night type thing. Then we're in a big discussion. You're clearly just doing that for fashion. And have you ever no done it really at buying. night in a club or anything? No, no, never no. your style. I always take them off. Who was I'd like t- to see clearly, to be quite honestly. Who, who was the teammate that wore sunglasses in the club? Was that like Cam Newton, who's the former teammate that would do that? He he would wear them. He would wear glass. I don't think he had prescribed glasses, but he would wear glasses as part of his outfit. Remember how. Remember how um, yeah. you know outrageous those costumes used to be? Those hats and costumes. costumes you call them. Not even. Now, I honestly didn't even mean to call them a costume. I meant in my mind. I said outfit, and it came out as costume. Maybe that's how I really feel about it. Well, there you go. But yeah, he was. But you committed. liked Cam, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Cam was great. He was a really good guy. Um, you know, maybe not. Maybe not a full-on leader that you'd want out of a quarterback, but darn it, a good guy that worked hard and got along with people. It is the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side of Madison. I'm Alex Strofe, alongside the brilliant brain 
of Brad Norton. Fun show for you today. If you want to get in, now's your chance. 844-770-3776. we got to have a little conversation around Aaron Rodgers here in a moment. But coming up at 620 tonight, we'll be joined by Matt Glazer, who's the head coach of Forward Madison FC. He's going to join us in person here at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. If you want to come grab a brew, maybe an appetizer or something, come join us. We're on the east side of Madison, but we rotate. We're at all the four locations, and they're all fabulous. Downtown, east side, Pittsburgh, Hilldale. Uh, GreatDanePub.com is the website. You can find some of the specials, Wing Wednesday specials, Mug Club specials. We love this spot. Brad Nortman continues his journey of taking a trip around the entire menu. What do we What do we got on the order tonight? I am really expanding my boundaries. It's Southwest Tortellini tonight. So what uh, to to so remind? Is that Mexican or Italian? I think it's a fusion. It's oh, a fusion. A fusion. That's why I'm really choice. pushing my boundaries because I'll try to not only change what I'm getting each week, but I want to like jump from different cuisines. I want to get Italian Ooh, one yeah. week, and I want to get American the next. Yeah. And then I want to get you know maybe something that's like an Asian fusion. And and the Great Dane has a pretty a pretty expanded menu they of do. different varieties for everyone. So I I my journey of trying everything. I'm, I'm midway. Th- I'm not even midway through. I'm like maybe a quarter through at best. Yeah. No, you're you're right about that. Quarter I, it might even be high, but yeah. nonetheless, you're getting there, and I'm everything's there. delicious. GreatDanePub.com. Again, the website. Speaking of fusions, because that's such a great word choice. The fusion is coming between the New York Jets and the Green Bay Packers. I don't think I used that correctly. As the trade will eventually be finalized for quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Uh, How about this? Over the weekend, a a WFAN sports radio station out in New York hosts a private event at one of their theaters there in New York, one of their many theaters. Boomer Esiason, former NFL quarterback, now their morning show host on WFAN, is on stage with the general manager of the Jets, or uh, uh, with the general manager of the Jets, Joe Douglas, and straight up asks him, Sam Rogers going to be here? Joe Douglas said, yeah, he's going to be here. In front of a private crowd. However, it's 2023. Cameras are always rolling. Of course. So Joe Douglas goes a little viral over the weekend. But I've been thinking, Brad, and, and you have such a unique background, right? You were in locker rooms for six years in the NFL. You understand. You were with some great quarterbacks, right? Cam Newton we talked about just a second ago. Blake Bortles, your quarterback, down in Jacksonville, former Packer, Green Bay Packers legend. But seeing all this go down, I'm, I'm strictly curious because the word leverage keeps getting thrown around. And I don't know that I subscribe to a theory of there's necessarily any leverage anymore. But does Joe Douglas saying he's going to be here give the Packers leverage, or is that all just a bunch of hoo we, we were talking about this a little bit before the show. I just think it's one big charade. I think every the, the secret's out. Everybody knows how this is going to go. Behind closed doors, I can tell you that the conversations between the Packers front office and the Jets front office, it's a, it's a foregone conclusion that this is going to get done. We don't know exactly what the hang-ups are. But they're probably so close, and they're just waiting until a deadline to have them spur action. And they probably already know what concession they're willing to make. So the reality is deadline spur action. At some point, probably right before the draft, it's going to be enough to just push them both over the edge. And it's just the last domino to fall. This this long drama has been carrying on for too long now. And it, it would be better for both organizations, right? I mean, everybody's talking about Rodgers being the Jets quarterback. He's still on the Packers roster. It's so <laughs> bizarre. But, I mean, but that's that's the... That's the bad joke of it all. That right. it, it, it's still as if this hasn't happened, and as if each side is holding out for something 
you know, that they're digging their feet in. They're both going to give a small concession. I guarantee they've already talked about what that is behind closed doors. And we've got the we've got Joe Douglas saying publicly this is getting done. So to me, it would be just better if they just would do it already. I mean, enough of the waiting. Allow Rodgers to come in and start to establish himself as the quarterback officially and let let love breathe some free air finally to let him be the guy uh, i i can't even imagine what jordan love has been thinking through the, the process of all of this right i mean we know the story right 2020 first round draft pick totally criticized sits behind aaron Rodgers the last three seasons but now he finally knows it's his turn but it's not really his turn yet to your point, Brad, because Aaron Rodgers is still on the roster. So I can't imagine what his thought process and, and what he's been thinking the last few weeks, months has even been. I, I, I can't even put myself in his shoes because it's so unique. Well, it's so interesting to think of Jordan Love's perspective throughout all this, right? He's sort of been the innocent bystander in this crazy love triangle. Totally. No, literally, pun no pun intended, yep, between, uh, between the Packers front office and Aaron Rodgers because he's not the one that you know, made the move to draft him. He he just made himself available in the draft. And the you know, Packers went up and got him. And all of a sudden, he's in a situation where he's trying to follow a legend. He's right in the midst of all this drama that happens year in and year out. That's where I, I think that if there's anything that he might have an advantage of going into this year is that he must have matured over these last three years, just witnessing it all, seeing how it all unfolded, and, and just being in the line of fire and having a front row seat to all this. I think it grows maturity, and there's going to be times when he needs to call on that maturity, when the team needs him to step up, be a leader, go through some hard times, which are inevitable to come. Yeah. So I, I think that it would have been it's good for him to have witnessed this drama and grow in his own maturity. No, you're totally right about that. And, and curious on your thoughts, 844-770-3776. That's the ESPN Madison Talk and Text Line. Your way into the Great Dane Huddle. Alex G., our producer back in the ESPN Madison studio. Alex, uh, uh, ding, 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 I got that right. Good for me. Alex, I'm just curious. Does leverage really exist? Do you view it as, uh, that way? Does leverage really exist in this situation anymore? Because I feel like it's taken so long. Anything regarding leverage is gone for both sides. Both GMs have given every opportunity to own leverage away in their in their conversations with the media. So, no, I don't think there's any leverage left at this point. I think both teams just want it done. I've read some reports that the plan is to unveil it on on draft day or that it might take until draft day. But on draft yeah. day, we'll yeah. see. So, enjoy the last few days of Aaron Rodgers being a Green Bay Packer, huh? Two, two weeks, I, I think, is probably more like it. But 14 days, is that few? I don't know. Nonetheless, you're, you're right about that. And I think that's ultimately what it will boil down to. Because if this would have, was, was going to get done, right? We've known about this over a month now. If this was going to get done, it'd be done. However, I still think there's going to be that little, you know, little attempt of digging your heels in by Brian Gutekunst, uh, which he's continued to do, and, and just see if, if he finally can. He's got two weeks left, right? In the next two weeks, if he can get them to agree to a first-round pick. I don't think the Jets will. I don't think the Jets should. But we will see. Jim in Evansville on the text line, 844-770-3776. The greater this Jets hype gets for Rodgers, the more of a haul the Packers can get by holding out. I think Goody will easily get the most applause of anybody. Now, I, I hope you're right, Jim, but I, I don't know that you are, right? Because the Jets seem firm in what they're offering. The Packers seem firm in what they want. Eventually, we're going to come to the middle ground, and I think G's right. 
in terms of that coming up at the draft here. Uh, about two and a half weeks away from the NFL draft. Thursday, April 27th is the first round. Um, and I think that's probably the day after this, this deal finally gets done. I, I would just love, it would just be so funny the way that this all would work out if the Packers received the, pa- the draft pick from the, from the Jets and they got themselves an offensive weapon. They got yeah. themselves a receiver, something like that. I, I, I agree. I don't think they're getting a first-round draft pick, but if they just continue to fill the coffers with weapons, what Rodgers has been wanting all these years. If that's yeah. the draft pick, they end up using with it. So it'll just be a great, it'll be an, it'll be a great day. Honestly, all the all the drama's done. Everyone's got their emotions out. I think it's just time for both parties to move on and and allow each quarterback to have their new moment. You're totally their right. new ability to lead their teams, and uh, we can just turn the page and wish Aaron Rodgers the best. No, you're totally right about that. I I, th- I think you're spot on in terms of you know watching this evaporate almost, right? Just this situation as, as it's rolled on for so long. I'm annoyed. I think I've told you this for a month now, Brad. I just want it to be over with, mm-hmm. right? I just want this to end, and, and it just consistently has not. But it is what it is. There's going to be a deal at some point. I, I think it's fun, though. Next week, Monday, marks the st- uh, start of off-season training for the Green Bay Packers. What if Aaron Rodgers just throws a wrench into things like he has the last couple of years for the Packers and he shows up after all the complaints a year ago he's still under contract Brad could you imagine I mean they're they have been begging him to come to offseason workouts the last last couple of years years, yeah and now they're begging to stay away and could you imagine if he just (laughs) showed up I mean it would be the ultimate troll it'd be the ultimate okay let's do this already I'm over it I, I don't see him lowering himself to that level because that's what it would be it'd be childish right. if he showed up and I, I don't see him doing that but darn it it would be a funny storyline and to see see him and jordan love embrace one another that would be that'd be an all-timer uh jordan love spotted by the way last week working out with some of the wide receivers uh, christian watson romeo dobbs among them and then aaron Rodgers spotted working out with alan lazard who's under contract with the Jets. So it's that time of year, right, where the Instagram photos are taking center stage uh, with all these guys working out with one another in the offseason. Now, did you ever work out with, like, a guy you weren't on the same team with in the offseason? I imagine so, right, especially being a specialist? Every once in a while, there were some specialists that lived in Charlotte and Jacksonville, right, okay. that were part of different teams that just happened to – they grew up there or they lived there and. Whatever, and, or play on the team, and just decided to keep home there. Mostly, you worked out with your specialists, right? Okay. So I worked out with you know Graham and JJ and, and Carson and Jason when I was on Jacksonville, and that's really where it helps to get in rhythm with one another. Look for a quarterback. Do I think it's necessary or mandatory that he locates his guys and they all float to the same location and they all get timing down together? Yeah. No, I don't think it's mandatory, but I think it's a sign. I think it's a symptom of what a um, a leadership focused quarterback looks like and the fact that Rodgers wasn't doing that in years past just shows everything I need to know about um, the, the lack of leadership that he's been accused of and and that he's been a, a bit more self-oriented so I think it's a good sign that Jordan Love is doing that most guys do it and uh, most guys like doing it that's the other thing most yeah. guys like getting together with their guys by the time this point in the offseason rolls around you're you're over sol- being solitude you're over the rest you're like just get me with, with get me with my guys let me start doing something that looks like football so that's the thing i i don't view this and most guys in the league don't view it as pulling teeth right it is something that is enjoyable it's fun you're finding yourself laughing and having a good time and oh yeah by the way you're getting better and growing with your teammates and and honestly too working out with other guys it's helpful it, there's 
for specialists at least. There's no secret keeping. There's sure. nothing like that. We can help one another get better. And I don't even think that's the case with other position groups. It's such a brotherhood. It's such a fraternity. Yes, when the helmets and pads get put on and fall, very different. But in the off season, everyone's pretty cool. Um, so I, I just think it's cool that both guys are, are starting to make, make those steps. I don't think it's mandatory, but I think good leaders initiate it. I think you're right about that. And that's something that maybe you could make the case Aaron Rodgers lacked his last few years in Green Bay, right? He wasn't showing up to the OTAs. There wasn't a, at least a lot of uh, uh, you know people shouting that this was happening in the offseason, whereas last week Alan Lazard is blasting it out that him and Rodgers were together in Southern California. Uh, so it's interesting. It's something to keep an eye on. But I imagine when we're here next week, at one of the great Dane locations, Brad. We'll be talking again about how this trade hasn't been finalized yet. Aaron Rodgers is still under contract with the Green Bay Packers, and what is it going to take for this deal to be done, like the case has been the last month and a half. He's Brad Nortman. I'm Alex Strofe. It is the Great Dane. Huddle live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side of Madison. We'll be joined by Matt Glazer, who's the head coach and technical director of Forward Madison FC. It's beautiful outside. It feels like it's time for soccer in Madison. Forward Madison, of course, plays at Bree Stevens Field right downtown in Madison. Their new season's underway. They've got their home opener tomorrow. They've got another game coming up this Saturday. We'll chat with Matt Glazer about that as well as play a game with Brad Nortman called Forward FC Player or Member of the U.S. House of Representatives. That's next. It's the Great Dane Huddle live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side of Madison. He said one day the Great Dane Huddle rolling on live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side of Madison. Alex Stroh, Badger legend, NFL legend, Brad Norman with me. Excited to be joined now by Matt Glazer, who's the head coach and technical director at Forward Madison FC. The soccer season officially underway. The home opener tomorrow is my understanding, Matt. It's an exciting time of year, and the weather's perfect for it. Oh, it couldn't be any better. Practice today was incredible. The guys are juiced up because of the, the weather, and yeah. uh, we're obviously excited to get, get kicked off the, tomorrow night. So I saw you had a draw over the weekend out in Lexington, Kentucky. Is that right? Is that where you were? Correct. At Lexington, Kentucky, they're an expansion team, so it was their home opener, so you know, the first uh, in the history of their the first game at home in the history of their club, so they were juiced up, and it was a really competitive game, uh, back and forth. Probably could have won, but uh, but yeah, scored, created a lot of chances, and and uh, just you know kept the shutout. So happy about that, and looking to build momentum heading into home, home no, games this week. No doubt. I mean, at least you didn't give them a win in their home opener, yeah, right? Yeah, like, we want to spoil the party. There, yeah, you, sure. you don't want to be the first team they beat on their home field. <laughs> right, you never exactly. want to be that guy. No, so no. no, that's that's good. But Matt, tell us uh, tell us about your group this year. Your second year in Madison. Uh, obviously looking to, to build on some momentum, as he said, and, and it's an exciting group you put together this year. Yeah, it's a new group, so we returned four players, so uh, 17 new players into the team, so we're gelling, getting to know each other. A lot of exciting players. We added uh, Christian Chaney, who's a striker who scored 10 goals in the league for, for Fresno Central Valley last season, so we're really excited about Christian. He's, he scored our opening goal of the season at Omaha. We feel like he's going to score a lot of goals for us. We've added a couple dynamic uh, international players. Um, Jaden Onan was at Sheffield Wednesday yeah. in England, which is a big club. He's been a big club in England. He's come in and shown his quality as a young international player, 21 years old. Uh, Francis Baptiste is another exciting English player. Uh, we've added a you know League Two, uh, second team all-league all, all selection in, in Timmy Mel uh, as a Got defender. You. So, yeah, we really tried to get better in both boxes um, and uh, so, we can, so we can obviously score more uh, goals. If Alex and I were to come out and watch the game tomorrow, how would how would you want us to see you guys play? Like what would be the adjectives that you would use to describe your team that we'd walk away and say, wow, 
we know the team is this, this, and this. Yeah, we're I, like the identity that we want to have is a dynamic attacking team. You know, we want to be, we want to create chances. We want to play forward. We want to get the ball in the opponent's half and stay there, uh, keep them pinned in. You know, the more we feel like, the more we can have possession in the opponent's half, and the more chances we can create. Obviously, the better our odds of winning. And then just being organized defensively, having it, you know, being hard to play against. That's something that we value. Um, being difficult to break down, making the game hard on the opponents, and, and you know, those are the big things that, that I, you know, I want fans to and, and you guys to take away. Four games coming up in the month of April at Breeze Stevens Field, including tomorrow against Chicago House 8C, 6 o'clock at Breeze Stevens, but four games including the annual game against UW-Madison. That's kind of a cool relationship, right? Uh, playing the, the college team every year, the club team every year? Yeah, it is. It's always nice to see the to, to play the college team. They always have a good group. It's always kind of a fun thing, I think, for the community to, to get behind. And, and uh, yeah, it's always nice, too, because we get to scout a little bit. They always have some good players coming through. So, you know, get to take a look at some of their guys and, and see who they've got coming up through the ranks. And, and uh, yeah, it's always a fun, competitive uh, atmosphere. Matt, you yourself were, were a um, professional player as well goalie yep. um, so when, when you're talking to your team and your guys what do you share with them about your career that try to help them and that and you can use that to coach because I'm sure that comes from a place of you know I, I respect you you were in my shoes so what do you draw from from your career to yeah. help coach these guys up? I think it's just I think it's just uh, the, the life experiences from having played at this level um, having coached at, at higher levels and trying to help guys honestly just get the best out of themselves I think it's, it's always tricky we're at a level where guys are, are start just getting started most of the time they're trying to climb the ranks get to major league soccer get to europe potentially so we're, we're trying to help them in that developmental pathway but also win games and create a great atmosphere so i try to i just try to uh i try to relay experiences that i've had i try you know i've, I've been through a lot what a lot of them are going through you know kind of what the stress sure. is the the different the different dynamics of, of what it's like to play professional soccer especially in a lower division so yeah i try to be you know approachable and, and uh yeah and form good relationships with those guys what do you like about madison matt i mean your second year here you, you decided to come back so you must like it a little bit Bit, huh? Yeah, it's great. The summer's <laughs> incredible. Uh, honestly, when the weather turns here, we're uh, we're really excited. We're down, you know, we're down in uh, downtown. So the lakes, you know, the lakes are great. We like to get out on the lakes, uh, my wife and I, in, in the summer, and uh, yeah, enjoy enjoy everything that Madison has to offer. Good choice. I'm right there with you. ForwardMadisonFC.com, the website if you want to get tickets. Again, four games coming up here in the month of April, including tomorrow against Chicago House AC. They've got one coming up. On, uh, on Saturday as well against Greenville Triumph. April, April 22nd is mentioned against UW-Madison. And then again on April 29th, I'll be at that one. Charlotte Independence coming to town at the end of the month. So four games coming up in the month of April. All summer long, though. So forwardmadisonfc.com is the website. All right, Matt, I was telling you a little bit off the air. we got to put Brad to the test a little bit. I have a list of forward players, and I have a list of the U.S. House of Representatives members you think you'd, you'd shoot 100% in this game, right? You know you're, I, you certainly know hope, I certainly hope so. I put the roster together. <laughs> All right. I, I would hope so, too. But how about this? Let's start here. It's a name you mentioned. Christian Chaney. I'm going to give you a freebie here, Brad. I appreciate you building my confidence. That is going to be a forward player. And now that would be one that I probably, if, if Matt, you didn't say that name earlier, I probably would have said, that, yeah. Yeah, I probably would have said, okay, this is probably part of the Chaney lineage. Right. This would be an easy one <laughs> right. for, for the House of Representatives. However... A forward player. That's why I picked one, it. one for one. One for one. How about Sam Brotherton, Brad? Is that Sam. is that a member of the House of Representatives or a member of Forward FC? That sounds like someone that would win in Philadelphia in their in their district. So I'm going to go with House of Representatives, Matt. 
Uh, that's a New Zealand international on our team. Uh, he's actually from New Zealand. So, yeah, what a name. Yeah, yeah, Sam Brotherton. Yeah, he went to UW, actually. Oh, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, UW, yeah. So, so he's, a, well, technically a local guy, yeah. right? Maybe yeah. he, he spent some time here. That's yeah. neat. So do you have a lot of players like that that played at, at the university that you're uh, able to bring back? One or, or is two. That... I wouldn't say it's a commonality. But, sure. yeah, we, we certainly like to look and see look if they're here. We, we get first right. di- you know, we'd like to try to get first dibs on them. But, no uh, doubt. Yeah. Because the Madison Mallards, they follow under the same umbrella as you guys. And yeah. I know they, they like hitting either local high school kids that are elsewhere or guys that you know are at some of the smaller universities so i'm always curious how the, the construction works of a roster it's super neat to hear about yeah, that process yeah. it's it's it's, uh, it's extensive you know all uh, global search really but uh, but yeah we look at the local guys too all right brad how about greg stanton is greg stanton a member of forward fc or a member of the u.s house of representatives greg stanton um that sounds that sounds like a like a forward on the team to me. Give me give me a give me a player on the team. And Matt? Uh, no, no, Greg. Oh my goodness! <laughs> if not for this first one, I might be over. Yeah, uh, from the state of Arizona, former mayor of Phoenix, Arizona. Actually. Okay, so that's that's Greg Stanton's uh, resume for you. All right, we'll do two more. How about Martin Sanchez? Martin Sanchez sounds like a uh, successful man. That's a tough one. <laughs> that is a tough one. I'm gonna go with the player. I'm gonna go with the player. Uh, that just sounds like a. It just sounds like a soccer athlete, if I'm going to be honest. You finally got one right, right, Matt? It is. That's our, that's our goalkeeper, one of our goalkeepers. Okay. Yeah, Martin. So, so you, are you more hands-on with the goalkeepers than other players, or is it, is it, is it a pretty, uh, you know? No, I mean, I have an assistant coach who, who's, who's, who, uh, who works you know, who works with the goalkeepers. But, yeah. uh, you know, I like to oversee. I like to I, I try to, well, I would I try say to leave them alone. Well, I'm taking your background, yeah, you think. Yeah, yeah. But, but you don't want to micromanage. Don't wanna, yeah, I don't want to micromanage. I don't want to get too much in there. But if I see something, I'll say something. But, uh, you know, I have a really good uh, assistant coach that works with me. Well, that's good. You put together a good staff, put <laughs> yeah. together a good team, including Martin Sanchez, the goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How about Jeff Jackson, Brad? Jeff Jackson. Classic politician. Classic politician name. Jeff Jackson for governor. 2026. I really wish he was a forward player, but I am sad to report you are correct. <laughs> nice. uh, he is from the state of, of North Carolina. Uh, wrap it up here with Matt Glazer, the head coach of, of Forward Madison SC. As Brad, you think you swung about 500 there? Yeah, I did. Which is pretty good, right? It's a coin flip. Yeah, I, I had a couple more uh, uh, forward players on there. Robert, partic- Robert Screen was tough. Okay. I should have thrown that one at you. Robert Screen's a defender for the forward. Okay. Uh, and then uh, uh, that's that's my list for the forward, actually. So there you go. But okay. that, that, was, that was a bad one I missed. But nonetheless, uh, Matt, exciting season ahead. What else? What else do you want to tell us? Anything we need to know about the forward heading into the season? Oh, I just think I, you know, I want to energize the community, energize the fan base. They've been loyal to us over the years. We need to reward them. We're, you know, we're excited to come out and, and show what we can do. We feel like we have an exciting, dynamic team. So, you know, we're hoping we can uh, can prove it on the field. I don't know about how much of a hand you have in marketing, but what's this guarantee I hear about coming up oh, later man, this week? That's not. That's out of my. Uh, I just coach the team. I don't, I don't <laughs> make guarantees. But that's they're guaranteeing a win as the Saturday's game, I believe. Uh, they're guaranteeing a win. Who's it, they who's they uh, the marketing game? department of forward yeah. FC. oh wow and if, did if, they run that by you coach <laughs> <laughs> yes uh but yeah but no i like i said i, I you know that's uh, that's out of my uh, my realm now i heard i heard a commercial you know if they don't win free tickets to all the fans that went oh wow so it's kind of a win-win either way for True. The fans but we want a forward win a lot more than we want free tickets that's I'd right assume. Yeah, exactly. uh, especially if I'm, if I'm the head coach matt glazer matt we appreciate <laughs> you stopping by man really do and, and best of luck this season i'm sure we'll chat more down the road yeah appreciate it guys really appreciate it thank you that's Thanks, matt, matt glazer head coach of forward madison fc again the website forwardmadisonfc.com we've got ryan uh, one of our teammates at espn madison rocking his forward jersey people are coming out and supporting today we love Forward Madison FC. Love that Forward jersey. MadisonFC.com.
is the website. He's Matt Glazer, the head coach. We'll roll on Gmail next. It's the Great Dane Huddle, live from the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side of Madison. The Great Dane Huddle rolling on live, having a party at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side of Madison. We got the same meal. They, no tortellini. No tortellini was out. So in, well, in, a, in a pinch, rightfully so. You ordered that. I got the same thing. So we're just two buds with the same meal. Two just buds with the same meal. Come on. Damn <laughs> straight, SpongeBob SquarePants. What other friends do is go see Diamond Jim at Condon Jewelers, the jeweler on the east side, the jeweler on your side. Diamond Jim, he's the man. He's the owner of the store, and he's always in the store, ready to help you, whether you're looking to take that next step in your relationship, whether you're looking to treat yourself. He's got a great load of citizen watches right now. So if you're looking to grab a new timepiece, go head over to Condon Jewelers on the east side of Madison, right next to Office Max across from the East Town Mall area. Or you can hit them online, Condon Jeweler, that's singular, CondonJeweler.com. It's the hottest segment on ESPN Madison every week. The people can't get enough of it. People, it was trending on Twitter last week. Gmail was. Strictly because of our producer, Alex Gravatt, who gets all these emails uh, from people from all around the country who listen to the show, The Great Dane Huddle, and they have questions, and they want me and you to answer them, Brad, because you and I are geniuses on all topics. Of course. Uh, So G has catered the best ones, and it's time to play Gmail on The Great Dane Huddle. You've got mail. We're starting off this week strong. Uh, Oh, boy. we've (laughs) We've got a new friend. Dan in, uh, where is he from, Dan? Dan in Akron. I'm dating Akron, someone. Ohio. Huh? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm dating someone with the same name as my mother. Oh. Is that too weird, Alex? Um, yeah, I couldn't do it. Uh, my mother, who's a wonderful lady, hung out with her on Saturday, got after her pretty good. Her name's Dawn. I couldn't, na- I couldn't date a woman named Dawn. Because then what happens if you get married? Like, if, you're, if your mom, unlike me, if your mom still has the same last name as you, then they're the same name? I don't know. That would freak me out. i got to be honest. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, that would be tough. It wouldn't be a deal breaker for me, for sure. Um, but it would be hard because you're right. If, if you do get married, um, then they would be like two of the same name Norman's yeah. for me that would be it would just it would cause complications and that kind of stuff um, yeah I guess you could make the same case if you have a sister right like yeah, then they would true. have the same name but then your sister could go get married so maybe her last name but she, I don't know yeah. we could run. It, it, it's not how I would dial it up no. but it wouldn't be a deal breaker for me so you go on a first date what's your mom's name Jane okay you go on a and what's you go. You go to your local nursing home, and you and you go. Dang! Don't do my mom like look, that. Look, look, Brad. There's not a lot of young women named Jane these days. Am I wrong about that? Well, she's the OG of Jane. I'm I not guess. calling her old by any means. No. I'm not saying you're going on a date with your mom at the nursing home because I'm sure your mom's in great shape. She's doing well. But I've met your mom. Wonderful lady. Yes, you have. But I imagine there's not like if we if we went and hit the middle ground, the median of women named Jane. I don't think their age group is like 30 years old. I don't have the data to back that up or not, but you, you could be true. Okay, but, but to go back to your question, James my if, age. If, 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 I, if I met someone at a – there's people Jane's your age? Alex Absolutely, G? yes. There you go, Alex Strofe. 
Okay. It's cool as it's ever it. been. It's cool as it's ever been. Great name. <laughs> if if, if I went to a bar and met a girl named Jane, I don't, it wouldn't be a deal breaker. It'd be, it'd be a great in. Like, oh, that's my mom's name. Easy, easy Wouldn't in. that freak her out? Like, um, do you think, how you deliver do you it. think if a woman heard you say one of the first things you ever said to her is, that's my mom's name. I don't well, think that's, that's a giant how you turn on by any means. <laughs> that's but, true. Uh, nonetheless. All right. What a question. Uh, what a way to start yeah, this off. This is a hot start. Now, what's next? You've got mail. So, uh, this this past weekend, Israel Adesanya, Adesanya, Adesanya yes. taunted Alex Pereira's son as and here's Sasha's question from Portland, Maine, not Oregon. Uh, after knocking <laughs> Alex out on Saturday, Israel taunted his son who was just watching in the front row. Where do we draw the line? Asks Sasha. I, I'm a fan of all taunting. All I, didn't, I didn't think it was overboard by Israel. Uh, now Israel and Alex Pereira have a history. I don't know if you two are big UFC guys. Uh, now Israel Adesanya has never lost a fight in the UFC. But he has lost in, in types of mixed martial arts, kickboxing, to Alex Pereira twice, way back when. Mm. Now, Israel came back to the UFC, wanted to get his belt back. The t- title was vacant. He beat Alex Pereira in the second round, knockout. Knocked him out cold. Great taunt. Um, I didn't think it was overboard, uh, but I understand why one would draw concern if you're taunting a teenager. How, okay, yeah, how old was the son? That's my question. I want to I say like 12. Ah, that's still pretty young. That, if, if he was like 16 or older, I'd say okay. I think the line for me is right there. If he was like eight years old, I'd say okay, that's for sure messed up. Even 12 or 13, I mean, that's just I don't know. I, I feel like it should stay between the competitors. To, to pull in someone's yeah, family is a fair. bit. It's a bit overboard to me. Do we know how old his son was? I you can't got- find it on the internet, but th- that's my guess. I I can look into it. I don't. It's, it was not included in Sasha's email. <laughs> maybe she. Maybe if you're listening, Sasha, just send that Let over us real know. quick. Yes, please, Sasha. But while we're here, I'm gonna. You've got mail. Jump to the next one. We're running a little behind on time. Logan and Duluth, that good good friend of ours, just found yes. out uh, Oreo Cakesters are back. Now, I did some digging on this one, not the last one. Oreo Cakesters have been around for about a year now. Uh, but what seasonal treat? Or treat that has been discontinued will will always make your day if you can have it, Alex. Oh, that's a good question. Discontinued wow. is is the tough the part I'm tricking up. Or on. seasonal. Now, I, I had never heard of Oreo cakesters. I'll tell you about a snack I really like that no longer exists. Now there was this seasoning you would buy off like an infomercial on TV back in the day. My mom, Dawn, wonderful lady, uh, and my aunts and grandma would always buy like it in bulk called Howlin' Horseradish chip dip what yes yeah, so like mix it with mayo and sour cream but it's not around anymore so my mom has like been diving through the internet to find any ripoff of howlin horseradish chip dip mix that she can find so my answer is howlin horseradish what you got okay so for me i was just thinking about this there's i mean there's countless seasonal treats and desserts I love, but the discontinued one, I was thinking about what's discontinued that I love that I haven't had for a while. Okay, so when I was growing up, I used to love these like high C fruit snacks. Okay. If, my mom, if my mom's listening, she'll remember these because high C fruit snacks, they're, they're just your every, every you know run-of-the-mill fruit snack. But they were freaking delicious. They were so good, and they discontinued them. And when my mom told me that, I was like, no, like you're just not looking hard enough. They got to be there. And she's like, sure enough, they're, they're, they're not there. So I, I have not seen them in 15 years, yeah, you know, 18 years, however long it's been. So those, if I had a pack of high seafood snacks in front of me right You've now. You've unlocked a new memory for me. Oh. Doritos, 
uh, ranch dip chicken wings chips. <laughs> that is a mouthful. I, I used to eat a bag of those a day in high school. Oh they got rid of goodness. them when I got to college, and it was the most disappointed I've ever been because, you know, when you get to college, you start drinking a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I'd love a good drunk snack. That and sounds that like it would fit be. the bill perfectly. Doritos ranch dip chicken wings or buffalo wings. Uh, best chip I've ever had. I don't know why they stopped making it. it we got to gotta write into Frito-Lay. I have. Get, you I, have? I have. Oh, no doubt. They just gave me, like, free chip coupon. Oh. I was so upset. And then one time, I wrote into Frito-Lay because I opened a bag, like a small bag of Lay's, and there was literally two chips in there. Come I'm on. not exaggerating. Two potato chips. So I emailed them and called them very upset about that because, duh. And they just sent me, like, two free bags of chips coupons that I had to use at my local convenience store. Wow. That's just, I mean... The, the manufacturing issues in that is just disturbing. Yeah, you disturbing. Can't have that. You yeah. can't have that. Yeah, no, I've got, it erodes the brand loyalty, some yes, might say. Yes, Jay? I've got one follow-up question just on the snacks. Yeah. I, I've been thinking about this lately. What's, and this one's straight from me. No no emails, nothing. So this is like, from Alex this and is, Madison. This gotcha. is an actual G mail <laughs> to you. What's the best Reese's specialty one? Is it the egg, the pumpkin, or the uh, the, the Christmas tree? None of the oh. above. It's the pieces. Oh, wow. Does that count? That's a horrible take. I love Reese's Pieces. Wrong. They're not bad. I mean, nothing beats the original Reese's Correct. Cup. And particular, they're just better when they're in the shape. And, man, between those three, I, I couldn't even tell you. Christmas I tree, you. probably? Yeah, give me the Christmas tree. But who was I talking to about this recently? That, you know, the, the, the peanut butter to chocolate ratio gets screwed up when you, you know, make them in their non-organic shape. There, uh, yeah, I feel like there's a little bit less chocolate, and you don't get the firm edges, right? The firm edges of the firm normal edges. cup that you get the, get the crunch. You don't get the crunch, but I'm a sucker for the seasonal. I really am. And, and when they come out, you know I'm getting them. So what's the best one? Give me the, give me the Easter egg. I'm All right, go with so the we're, Easter egg. we're in prime Reese's territory right now. Yes, yes, we are. Good to know. Are you you a big Reese's guy? Is that like your go-to yeah, candy? Yeah, Love okay. me some chocolate, chocolate and peanut butter. I'd say that's my, my favorite probably, Reese's. Okay. Hold on. I've got something for you. Here Have you ever taken a bite of a Reese's and a bite of a Kit Kat at the same time? No. It is it's incredible. <laughs> can't say I've done that. Weed uh, is I'm, tight. I'm, Weed is tight. Clearly. And uh, this this one is actually catching some momentum, but I, for the first time, had this last summer. Instead of a s'more with a Hershey's chocolate bar, Reese's. do a s'more with Reese's. That, that, that is, was game-changing. Yeah, no, that's a game-changer. Okay. You're absolutely yeah. correct about that. Uh, he's Brad Norman of Alex. <laughs> Whoa. We only talk about the hardest-hitting things here on the Great Dane Huddle. Football! Thanks, thanks to our amazing producer, Alex Gravatt, back at the ESPN Madison studios we are live at the great date pub and brew company on the east side of madison we'll wrap it up next who the hell knows what we're going to talk about Great Dane Huddle, rolling out live for the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side of Madison. Alex Strofe, the brilliant brain of Brad Norton with you. Brad, how's your food over there? It is delicious. I'm, I'm a notoriously fast eater. As am I. Um, so I'm, I'm more than halfway through. It's not going to last long. No, it's not. We both got, I don't even remember what it's called now. It's the Smash, patty melt. Smash burger? Smash burger. It's like yep. a patty melt. Kind of got a Big Mac feel to it, mm-hmm. right? Like a little Thousand Island onion pickles. It's delicious. We're living the life. 
WNBA draft on here at uh, the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company on the east side. So we're just hanging out, having a great time as the people around us drink their Great Dane beers. Um, we were talking a little bit off the air about the Masters. Were you pretty engaged with it this weekend? I was. I was. It was a bit, um, you know, disjointed with the canceling and the rain yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But on Sunday, we got all of our Easter um, celebrations done kind of on on Saturday, and therefore Sunday was just more relaxing day. So we were, Lex and I were able to watch quite a bit of it, and it was enjoyable. Not a ton of drama, but um, enough to keep me I, – I love the Masters. It's yeah. great. No, it's, a, it's the best event of the year. Now, are you like a – a masters only guy or do you watch a lot of golf no i'll, I'll for sure watch the majors if, if possible right yeah. if, if things get in the way then obviously i won't but um i will watch the i watch i watch the players one because it's kind of like the next biggest event and of course jacksonville yeah. roots so i'll watch the players i'll watch the four masters or the four majors excuse me and and maybe if another tournament's on i'll watch it particularly a more uh, well-known one but i won't i won't typically watch uh eagerly a non-major <laughs> with enthusiasm. Fair. Fair. How about eagerly, yourself? Eagerly. No, I'm pretty much the same way. I think I'm a master's fraud more than anything. Yeah. Um, I'll watch golf here and there, but I'm going to be honest, Brad, and, and, you know, this is like the oldest golf this in the book, but I'm going to pull it there. puts me to sleep. It's like if I want a nap, I'm going to put on golf. It's that Jim, Jim Nance voice. Yeah. He eyes the putt. That's your guy. Yeah, he's my guy. You, we told the great story last week. You did, I should yeah. say. Told the great story around him being a storyteller ahead of his final uh, final four game. But I read this week, and I had to look it up because I was all concerned if he's retiring overall, if he's still going to be doing NFL and the Masters, which he is. He's going to do the Masters as long as he wants to, it sounds like. I've heard he wants to go through at least the 100th. Which and is then, not for like another 15 years. Yeah, right? we just said the 87th. Okay. So all those Jim Nance fans. And he's never more of a storyteller than when he is with the Masters. I mean, never more of one. Well, he's got yeah. all that time with, you know, there only being one thing of action every 45 minutes. That's wow. Gee. I will say, I love Anti-golf golf. Anti-golf guy? I mean, like, I would rather watch disc golf, but I love golf <laughs> <laughs> during, like, a day drinking session. Like, if I, it's a summer day, I'm taking an afternoon off, I'm yeah. at a bar, I want to have, like, an ice-cold cocktail and golf on the TV, and it's awesome. Okay. That's a good I can scene. get down with that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, overall, though, uh, let's go back to Aaron Rodgers for a minute. We think he's, uh, we think he's going to get traded by the time we talk next week? No. I don't either. I, I do think a sense of urgency will occur with the draft. So whether it be day one of the draft, maybe the Wednesday before, I do think if it happens, it'll happen then. If it doesn't happen then... Buckle up until August, no, which is I, which I, is really I, a shame, and I really hope that doesn't happen. No, I, I don't either. I, I mean, it would uh, make our jobs a little bit easier, I think, but considering we'd constantly have something to talk about, but I don't know how much new stuff will come between, and I think you're right. It'll be late July or August by the time they finalize it if it's not done by the draft. Has Aaron Rodgers downloaded the Redfin app and started looking at New Jersey slash New York property? What do what, you think? What's Redfin? It's a, or like It's like... Like Zillow. Can you like, tell I've never bought a house? Yeah, that's true. I've yeah. lived on that app for the last couple of years. Yeah, it's like a real estate app. Do you think okay. he's downloaded the app and he's already started looking at property? No, I think uh, I think he's you got enough ties. So. Well, I think his girlfriend lives in New York, so theoretically, couldn't he just he's crash gonna, with her? He's going to move in with her. That's a big step, Alex. You're right, and there's a big age gap there. There is, oh, dude. I, I dude, I, did you use TikTok at all? No. I stumbled across, G, you'll get a kick out of this. I stumbled across this TikTok live at about 11:30 last night. <laughs> oh, gosh, 49 year age gap. Oh, the, the dude was sick. He, it was his birthday. So I think he turned 68 
And she was 19? Oh. Yeah. Not okay. That's not right. Not okay. No, that's, that's not, right. not okay. The, that's, like, there's some deep wounds for both of them that they're trying to figure out And there. they were just getting crushed in the comments, and you could, <laughs> you could see him getting deflated on his birthday. Oh, that's it actually too sad, bad. though. I mean, the rule is, like, half your age plus seven, which there's some gray area in there, but for the most part, it almost makes sense. But that's just absurd. That is. Yeah. That's extreme. It's extreme. That is extreme. So I mean, anyway, that I generations, you that's that. three and a half generations. Oh. A generation is 20 years. Okay, so uh, that's a lot. Well, two and a half then. Oh, two and a half, yeah. Years, oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I heard his 68, but yeah, no, you're right. Two and a half generations. That's a lot. That's mm. a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And they wouldn't answer the question of if they wanted to have kids or not. Oh, didn't so, need that. <laughs> well, I saw it. I think you guys need to live through it. <laughs> Uh, as well, eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Your way into the Great Dane Huddle. Hey, we go into the launch on April twenty second. We gotta go. Okay, good. We We're go. tailgating, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Good. I, I've cleared my calendar that day, so yeah. I, I would like to see you there. We're gonna have to next Great Dane Huddle. We're gonna have to get some real Badger talk in because that'll be a week before, yeah, right? That'll be a week before. Be five days and there, before. Yeah. There's been some rumblings. Um, I did hear oh from a from a source. Are you on, reporting from a player, something right now? I might be I, from a player's mouth. Kind of like one telephone through it's a marquee player too i'm not gonna say who it is it's a marquee player you know the player's name he said that he doesn't think that anyone's gonna be able to stop the offense this year thinks that the spacing and the dynamics of it it's fast mm. it's unlike anything you've seen before i talked to a, uh, a 2024 recruit today uh who you can hear tomorrow on prep mania in this time slot if you're interested and he told me this offense is so much different than when he was originally being recruited. Oof. And he is excited. He's a tight end recruit. There's your hint. Oh, wow. He's like, I can't wait to catch touchdowns at UW. Oh, that's what so I I'm love to hear. As, as we both are, right? Yeah. I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but this is the most hype there's ever been around this program. It's just so exciting. I mean, what, what a time to be in Madison. What a time to be a Badger fan. I cannot wait for the launch with you, Alex Stroh. We're going to party it up. We're going to go as fans, not as media members. We're going to go as fans. Yes. We're going to tailgate. We're going to have the time of our lives. Under the new regime led by head coach Luke Fickle. We'll do it again next week. It's the Great Dane Huddle. Thanks to Brad Nortman. Thanks to Matt Glazer from Ford Madison FC. I'm Alex Strupp. This has been the Great Dane Huddle.